0: One of the best ways to kind of figure out who you want to be targeting is thinking back to your favorite clients. And thinking back to what did you like about them? You know, pick your top five favorite couples that you've ever worked with or even just recently, ones that you enjoyed but were also profitable for you. And think back to who were they? Was there anything more specific about them or maybe the way that you guys talked or the things that they really loved about working with you guys or anything like that? And that will help you kind of think about who is this person?
1: Welcome to the light and dark podcast, where you can grow your community, build your business and have fun doing it. I'm Rachel Driscoll
2: and I am John Mansfield. We are two wedding photographers forging our way in these sometimes lonely places of the entrepreneurial world, looking for a way to create community and a feeling of belonging.
1: Deciding to join forces. We began our journey to teach a workshop that was inclusive of our very different yet equally creative styles leading to the undertaking of the light and dark workshop.
2: Wanting to help more creatives than we could face-to-face, we decided to take our collective experience and start a podcast, and here we are today.
1: If you're a creative entrepreneur looking for community and education, you've come to the right place.
2: So grab a cup of coffee or Red Bull and buckle up for today's episode.
1: Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to our episode today. We would love it if you would take just a few seconds and click over to the library on your podcast app. The iTunes app actually would be the one to use and go over to shows, scroll down till you get to our podcast, Light and Dark Photography Podcast, and then scroll to the bottom of that And you can see where it says ratings and reviews. If you wouldn't mind taking just a few seconds to write a little review for us and, you know, maybe hit that five star, um, that would mean the world to us. Thank you so much. And we hope you enjoy this episode.
2: Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast. Um, today we have Caitlin Brogan on. She is a uh, Facebook Ads um, connoisseur. I don't know—is that the right word? I'm gonna—I'm gonna go with that. Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love sure. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. Um, we're going with yeah, it. <laughs> we're gonna go with that. Uh, you can put that on your LinkedIn profile if you want.
0: Um, <laughs> Looking for a new title. <laughs>
2: yeah, um, but yeah. Sure. She, um, she has her own um, FOSS advertising uh, firm. Is it a firm or agency or what do you call this?
0: Yeah, it's an agency slash okay. a coaching agency too.
2: Nice, nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, sweet. Well, yeah, we have her on. Um, Caitlin, welcome to the show. Um, why don't you, uh, could you tell us a little bit about, uh, about FOSS advertising and where you're based and, and all those things?
0: yeah absolutely well john rachel thank you guys so much for having me today and welcome everyone else i'm excited to meet all of you and definitely yeah throw in any questions you have along the way and so FOSS Advertising, we're based here in Colorado, but we really serve all over the country and really all over the world. We have clients from Australia to Germany, Canada, Mexico, and then of course, as local as um, Denver, Colorado here. And so our focus is social media, advertising, Facebook and Instagram, and how to really help wedding professionals specifically bring in leads and get found using Facebook and Instagram, which really ties into a huge part is the paid side. Facebook and Instagram ads. And so with that, we help in a couple of different ways. We have the full agency, but then we also do courses and just little trainings and stuff like that too. And so, but our focus is wedding professionals specifically, and just how to help you guys reach more couples and engage couples and really the couples that you want to be working with too.
2: That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I know that, um, that a lot of people are kind of frustrated with uh, Facebook and Instagram, um, because it used to be, yeah, with the algorithms changing all the time, and where they're kind of pushing, yeah, the new look, and, you know, like, Ten years ago, it was very easy to get organic reach whenever you would post things, and now it's like three percent of your followers actually see your stuff, um, which is where the paid advertising comes in. Which makes sense. I mean, they are free platforms. uh, Yeah, they're trying to
1: monetize their yeah
0: They're trying Mm, to monetize their platform. Absolutely. I
2: would do the same thing if I owned it. Totally. (laughs) Totally. But uh, that's (laughs) awesome.
0: And there are some great organic ways too. I know, John, I was watching yours earlier too. And then Facebook, you know, Facebook groups are a really great way to find couples too. That's free. So there are some like organic ways because like you're saying, the algorithm, it just, if you post with your Facebook business profile, no one's really going to see it anymore. Yeah. Only, Mm. you know, maximum 10% if you're really lucky, but really, you know, closer to three to 6%. And so even your personal profile too, using that and making sure everyone knows about you. Right. Yeah. People don't know about you. But that's where the ads come in. You know, you pay a little bit and then you're able to reach everyone in your area as far as you really want to be able to reach too. hmm
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like a lot of, I, I know myself, um, I, I was definitely frustrated the first couple times that I ran Facebook ads because yeah. I didn't know what I was doing and I was just like I don't know um, these are the people that I should be talking to I don't know can I do this for twenty bucks I don't know how much I need to be doing um, yeah. so I'm excited yeah. to talk to you today about like kind of getting some some good guidelines for for setting up those ads and what would be um, like uh, a better better opportunity to be successful. Uh, through running ads and and yeah. all that, so um so are you in uh, Denver, Colorado?
0: I'm just outside of Denver in Arvada, and okay. I actually just moved down here at the at the end of last year, right before Christmas. And so I was in Fort Collins, Colorado, right okay. before this. Yeah, so okay, a little cool. north. And that's nice. where I went to school, and I went to school for marketing up there, up at oh, CSU nice. for the Aggies, too.
2: Okay, sweet. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We, we're, we got a, a bunch of Aggies on the show. Well, although yeah. Rachel and I, neither of us are Aggies <laughs> here in Call Nope. But we're in Aggies. I just Lake. was,
1: Yeah. yes, I was just born and raised here, so mm. I, like, it's just, it's everywhere here, so. Yeah. I'm wearing,
2: I'm wearing it's maroon today. I've, yeah. I've got, got it going on. Um, I mean, it's not Aggie Maroon, but it's...
0: I was like, that's
2: uh, that's Shrewd Farms. It's Shrewd Farms Maroon. It works. It's beet maroon.
0: Um, <laughs> have you guys had the Aggie beer by New Belgium yet? They have a No, Aggies I haven't. Beer. No. Maybe it's a local thing here in Colorado. It, they have a beer called Aggies, I think, or huh, the Aggies. Yeah, Because okay. huh. we're also the Rams, that's like the CSU Rams, and then right. the beer for the Aggies and Okay. Yeah, I
2: have to check that out. I love um, I love any like anytime that I'm traveling somewhere. I always will go somewhere and then I'm just like, give me something local. I want to try something in a low. So when I was uh, in Denver last almost a year ago it was september of uh like late september of last year wow that was it seems it seems like it was not that long ago uh but also it seems like it was four years ago and uh all
0: at the same time
2: yeah (laughs) but yeah i had some really great local local beers i don't remember half of them um but they were really good i may have I don't. I think I would have remembered if it was.
1: Yeah, it was you, you would have remembered. Um,
2: but I'm definitely going to look at. A, like we have a world of beer here, and they have a bunch of mm-hmm. bunch of uh, stuff that's not local to us. So uh, I have to look around for that. Yeah, well, yeah. So, so how? I mean, you went to school for marketing. So how did you get into? How did you get into that? Why did you decide to go to school for marketing?
0: Yeah. So. I ended up going to school for marketing, um, It's it's actually kind of a funny story. It wasn't originally my first plan. I actually went to school to be an engineer at first, and I went to CSU or CU Boulder. And it just my first year, it wasn't quite what I thought it was gonna be. And so I ended up undeclaring, and I moved home for a year. And then I finally went to CSU, and they were like, "Hey, you should go to the business school. You fit, you know, the criteria." And so I read through, you know, accounting and finance and marketing, and marketing was really the one that stood out to me as what I really wanted to do. And then that's kind of how it started. And so I went to school for it and then I was the president of the marketing club and I just did all these things in marketing. I got all my internships in marketing just to really just grow in that area. And it's what I've done nice. ever since. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So what um, what drew you to the wedding industry specifically? Yeah. So I have been running ads for, you know, six going on seven years now. And so that was like my first area that I fell in love with and then I knew I wanted to open my own business and about that same time all of my best friends were getting married and I was a bridesmaid in like three weddings that summer and it was just so cool to be a part of and to really see how much the vendors just make the day and the partnership between everyone I was like this is the industry like this is who I want to work with and help Aww. help you guys find more couples and then help the couples find the vendors that just make their day and so that's kind of how it started Nice. That's really- Really
2: cool. I love that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So for um, for anyone who's listening, who uh, maybe like me has has tried Facebook ads, um, you know, done some stuff and didn't really get a good uh return on investment um going through all of that um mostly due to lack of knowledge on what to do <laughs> um you know do <laughs> it, all of us yeah yeah pretty pretty <laughs> much anyone who tries to do it on their own without knowing anything um what are uh like what's a good a good way to um I don't know. I don't I don't know what words I'm looking for. But like uh but like whenever you're setting up your own sort of things, what are what are a couple of the first steps you should look at when setting up your Facebook ads?
0: Yeah, definitely. So before I answer that question fully, a couple of things that I was thinking about like what would someone what are some tips to give someone who just kind of was starting? And so there's two main things is one, don't give up. You know, you got to try it for at least a month, maybe maybe two. You don't need to spend, you know, $1,000, but you need to give it a little bit of time because the algorithm has to learn and the whole platform has to learn who's clicking on your ads, what are people liking, and you learn, and then you A-B test too. So those are kind of some of the ways, like if you're going to start ads, be committed for like a month. Mm-hmm. And then when you're committed, know that you're going to be testing a lot too. So you're going to test different images. You want to test different messaging, but you only change one thing at a time, if that makes sense. So you'll mm-hmm. have the same image with the same headline, but then a couple of different ways of phrasing it. And then once you have the winning messaging, then you do a couple of different images. And so just, if you're going to do ads, be prepared to do that part. And that okay. will really help you get success and see success because, you know, Most of the time you run that first ad, you're not because you've got some room to improve and change things. Mm -hmm. And so to get started with that, though, the first thing I would say is definitely make sure you have the Facebook pixel on your website, whether you're looking to get started tomorrow or you're looking to get started in six months. Just put that that sucker on your website. Let it sit there and collect data um, because it's a tracking code for people who don't know it just mm-hmm. tracks anyone who goes to your website from anything. So if you're doing wedding wire, the knot, Pinterest, it takes all of those people and tracks it into this code. And so when you run ads, you can send an ad back to those people or you can create audiences called like lookalike audiences where you're like, "Hey Facebook, here's a whole group of people who I know have shown interest in my wedding photography business and I want to find more people like them." Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can use the pixel for different areas like that. But it needs some data. So the sooner you can do that, the better.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Facebook pixels are amazing. Yes. Um, yeah, I, such I a set one up tool. probably like two years ago and I had no idea what it was Um, but I took a workshop and then he was just like hey if you don't have a Facebook pixel we're gonna run through this and put it on your site right now I was like okay and um, yeah and like I I didn't really know what it was um, until doing that and then I was like oh that's why whenever I go on like Target's website and I'm looking at like all these different things then whenever I'm scrolling through Instagram later it pops up a little Target ad with that exact same thing because they have either a Facebook pixel or something similar, um, that they're gaining that information based on my, uh, I don't know, IP address or however they do that. I don't know the back end of all that, but they're, yeah. they're pretty much like, Oh, you're interested in this. I'm going to retarget you with what you were interested in because maybe you still want it. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's, it has been amazing and it's, it's really cool to see, um, just to have that information and it doesn't like take in all of their information, like, you know, something really creepy. Um, but, uh, but it does, it does get a lot for you and lets you know like where they're finding you from. And, uh, and, and also like if they're on desktop or uh, a mobile device, so you yep. can kind of optimize your site based on where most of your people are coming from, uh, which has been really helpful yep. for me. Cause mine is like, eighty six percent mobile. So my mobile site looks I mean I, I spend much more time whenever I'm designing a new web page. I go with the mobile first and I'm like, oh yeah, and desktop I'll I'll kind of make this look nice.
0: Yeah. And on top of that, one other thing to put on your site is Google Analytics because it'll help Mm -hmm. you, you know, Facebook can track the audience so far, but then once they get to your website, Google analytics really helps say, what are they doing? Where are they clicking? What are they, you know, what's happening once they reach your website too, because Mm -hmm. the ads are only half the work, you know, the ads, you know, drive the traffic, but then it's up to your website or whatever that landing page is, which you can also keep it in Facebook too. If you don't, you don't have to have a landing page anymore.
2: Oh, that's nice.
0: Yeah, which is really cool. So you can do like an instant experience. You've heard of that, which is kind of like a landing page. I've tested a couple of times with some of my clients. And um, one was a wedding photographer who also did like photo booths and things like that. It didn't really go very well. People, it looks a little different on the feed. And so people aren't quite used to it yet. And then, but you can do the form or you could do a messenger too, messenger bot. And that's okay. all through Facebook, which Facebook actually likes it too. When you keep people on Facebook, I would instead imagine of sending yeah. them away from Facebook. So they always yeah. tend to, yeah, show your ads sometimes a little bit more, but sometimes okay. it kind of just depends too the quality hmm. of your ad.
2: I might have to try that. Cause that would be nice not to have to, especially if you're not like super tech savvy with building your website, or if you have to pay someone else who's managing your website, to build a landing page that would be really helpful that you don't have to go through that step of making sure all the links work and everything looks right and you can just kind of keep it all on facebook
0: yeah. uh, just keep it simple The other thing though, too, that I've really found over and over is you don't need this like dedicated landing page necessarily. You can send them to your website because a lot of the time, especially photographers, they Mm -hmm. want to look around. They want to see your gallery. They want to see a little bit about you. And so that's where then the retargeting ad comes in is you drive people to your website. They kind of check you out, but then you follow back up, you know, four days later, five days later. And you're like, Hey, do you want to connect? You know, do you think we're a good fit? And then that's, you know, the right retargeting ad helps nice. with that too. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah. yeah.
2: So, so other, other than, uh, I mean, like in addition to the look like ads and the retargeting through Facebook pixels, um, which, uh, which by the way, in the show notes, we will have a video that goes through uh, and walks you through how to set up a Facebook pixel and yeah. like what, uh, like the step-by-step, uh, till you hit save and publish on your, on your website. Um, so if any of y'all are like, I don't know how to do a Facebook pixel, we will have that on the, uh, show notes and we'll, we we'll share that here in the, in the Facebook group as well. Um, but with, I mean, Facebook pixel helps you find the people that you want to be targeting. Um, what are, what are some other ways that you can kind of figure out who, uh, like who, who should I target with my ads?
0: Yeah, so one of the things that, one of the best ways to kind of figure out who you wanna be targeting is thinking back to your favorite clients And thinking back to what did you like about them? You know, pick your top five favorite couples that you've ever worked with or even just recently, ones that you enjoyed but were also profitable for you. And think back to who were they? Was there anything more specific about them or maybe the way that you guys talked or the things that they really loved about working with you guys or anything like that? And that will help you kind of think about who is this person um, or this couple? You know, are they all dog lovers or are they just people who really appreciate your style of light and airy? Or are they, you know, different things like that, which will help you kind of think through who do you want to be targeting? And then that's where it comes into one, the audience, but also your messaging. Okay. You know, the audience makes sure, mm. makes sure that your ads reach the right people, but then mm. it's up to the messaging and the image to really convince them to click on the ad. Nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's okay. That's smart. Yeah. I, um, I, I kind of did something similar when I was, uh, rebranding my website and figuring out who I want to speak to. Um, mm. cause like the first, I don't know, five years in business, I was just like, I don't know. I just want couples, and I want to <laughs> photograph, uh, you know, fun couples in work. love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i like, uh, what defines a fun couple, and what defines a couple in love? I mean, most people who are getting married are in love, uh, so that that's a very wide range. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> there, there have been a few wedding days, and I'm like, are you guys really, though? Uh, but, uh, but like, something something I did was I took – all of my um my reviews yes. on facebook on google wedding wire all those places and i just like copied everything and dumped it into a word document and then uploaded that into i don't know some sort of a word cloud thing where it took all of the words that are oh, i uh, remember when you did that like, repeated Uh, multiple times frequent frequent the like the frequency of the word made it bigger in the word cloud so then I was able to see what they were talking about what meant the most to them I mean I took away words like photographer and stuff uh, because obviously Um, but that really (laughs) helped me kind of narrow down like oh most of my clients like they really liked the personal connection with me and that I felt like a friend and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to start talking to people who want their photographer to be more like a friend um, and feel really comfortable with them rather than just like, we're just hiring someone to take pictures. I really don't care who you are. I'm not going to talk to you on the wedding day. Just make sure you don't miss our first kiss and, and that kind of stuff. So I, I feel like that would be, um, that might be a That's- super helpful way to, kind of figure out who who okay yeah.
0: Yeah, that's actually the other way too. And even I prefer I haven't done the word cloud yet, but Mm -hmm. I was doing this just with one of my wedding DJ students the other day and we were going through and they kept saying how unique they felt that he made their wedding, how unique they felt that he customized it, but they said it in so many different ways that you might Mm -hmm. miss that versus just going through your reviews and really looking for not like, oh, he was um, always on time, which I guess that could be, but there are certain things where they're describing what they felt like working with you and their experience of the results of working with you guys too. And that's really what you wanna pull into the ads too because Mm -hmm. that's what you're really good at. And when you put that out there, like you were just saying, it then attracts people who are really interested in having someone who feels like a friend or someone who, you know, you want your wedding to feel super custom and not like a cookie cutter wedding, things like that. And so, yeah, I love that review technique. And Mm -hmm. I would just, yeah. I definitely use that to Google, Facebook and um, so between one thinking about your top five favorite couples and if there's anything that you can really think about and then go to your reviews and let your couples tell you what they loved working about you, mm-hmm. working with you and loved about you and then pulling that out and then that makes for great ad copy. And great headlines, oh, yeah. and great all of that, and your website. I mean, that's what you, the messaging you should pull in everywhere because it's what they just love about working with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Uh, so, because I was gonna ask, like. I know a lot of us we're we're very um more on the artistic side, and like we we can tell stories through photographs we're we're good at that um but through words it's like like whenever I <laughs> go hard. to blog, I'm just like uh, i don't know what do I say
1: <laughs> What Blogging are, what is so are hard. words? <laughs>
2: this couple was so sweet and
1: um, (laughs) right that's always like the first thing i bet i'm like that's not good (laughs) take that away try again rachel try again
2: i I think that about all of my couples i don't need to say that every time
1: they Um, were the best
2: (laughs) beautiful weather and fun (laughs) so uh but yeah i was gonna ask like how um like what are some good ways of finding good copy for those ads but yeah is, I mean that makes sense yeah, with reviews yeah because yeah, people are some, wanting yeah. to hear from they, they don't necessarily want to hear from you about how good you are because yeah. people can talk themselves up and not actually be yeah, that great totally. but whenever they're like oh this is a review from a real person uh, yes. it I don't know it kind of it lands a little bit more yeah. solidly
0: And like, like you were just saying, it's everyone's first instinct to talk about yourself. I've been in business for 10 years and I've worked Mm -hmm. 200 weddings, but you know, it's the couple's first instinct to want to hear about them and what their day is going to look like and what you're going to bring to them. And you can use actual review snippets, but I would even just take sentences, take little pieces from it and say, and I actually had your reviews pulled up. I was going to see if I could find an example of one just to give one. Um let's see I can I can share my screen really quick so I can show you guys kind of what I'm looking at too sure yeah
2: oh let me make sure I have
0: oh yeah it's I disabled. give you permissions for yeah.
2: that. Uh, <laughs> bah, bah, bah.
0: so annoying that zoom changed that
2: I know yeah I think here we'll try sure you should be able to share a screen now
0: there we go Sweet. perfect okay So going through these, so not just like John is awesome, because that's great. Photo shoot, fun and enjoyable, (laughs) but that's a great one. Are you looking for a fun and enjoyable engagement photo shoot? Mm, Um, And then this one, even if you feel awkward, you know, do you hate feeling awkward in photos, question mark? Because questions mm -hmm. do great. And being careful, though, with the word you, like um, avoiding or... You could, it's been weird. So the word you sometimes gets denied in how you phrase it in your ads because Facebook Mm -hmm. doesn't like, it came from the health industry really when people were like, are you overweight? And then people would be mad. They're like, how do you know I'm overweight? Like, why am I getting an ad for that? So if you're like too much, like, are you stressed? But maybe feeling like, feeling awkward about taking your wedding photos, question mark, or worried about feeling awkward about taking your wedding photos that's something a lot of people get stressed about
2: oh yeah um, mm-hmm. and so being able
0: to that's take a like good thought, tip about the you yeah and then let's see taking family. so photos. like
2: what you were mentioning there you can still use like your when you're talking about feeling feeling uh like anxious or feeling worried or awkward about taking your wedding photos but you don't want to start it off with are you feeling yeah. or do you feel anxious about taking your wedding photos. Is that- yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. And ultimately, Facebook will tell you if it's denied. And I've been, like, actually toying with it a little bit more recently, seeing what I can get away with. And I've been actually really surprised how many times I haven't had my ad denied, as opposed to, like, five years ago. They would okay. just deny everything. Oh. And so, I, you know, stay away from the are you, but then saying your wedding day, you could I've been able to get away with some of those recently. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I did have um I had an ad denied a while back where I asked, "Are you getting married?" Yes. And then, you know, said, you know, hire me or whatever. I don't know. It wasn't good copy, uh, but because <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know what I was doing, but I was like, are you getting married? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I can, I can photograph you. Um, yeah. But I get, it got denied because they're like, you can't ask, are you getting married? And I was yeah. like, okay. But and it I, did allow me just saying getting married. So
0: yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it's getting very,
2: married? very touch and go.
0: And I would even start with, you know, you could always have like, congrats on your engagement, but then start with something that they're feeling about being awkward or worried about it being fun and enjoyable. And then that way you're already hooking in the right people right away who are going to really respond to who you are and what you bring to the table versus just starting with, you know, congrats on your engagement, which you can. I, you know, sometimes it really works, but I I have really found that, you know, starting with Looking for fun and enjoyable, looking to have fun on your wedding day or to enjoy the photos on your wedding day or something like that. Okay. And that way it's really hitting with that, you know, pain that they're feeling or that worry or even that dream. You know, the thing that yeah. they're really just envisioning and so excited about for their wedding day.
2: Yeah. I love, love it. it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Capturing all the big moments and the little ones. That's a important one because, you know, people get worried that you're gonna miss the little moments. Mm-hmm. Um
2: Yeah, I literally just had an inquiry, uh, like, five minutes before we started this podcast. And they were like, we really want to find someone who will capture those little moments. And they, like, it literally said little moments of the day. And I was like, yeah, that's me. Like, I I look for the little moments. That's awesome.
0: And here's this, what you were saying, too. It feels like it's a friend attending your wedding. Like, that's a beautiful line. You know, looking for Mm. a photographer who really feels like it's just a friend attending your wedding who just happens to also be taking the pictures, Yep. you know, let them, because a lot of time it's so hard for you to really explain who you are and what you bring versus letting other people explain what they enjoyed working about you, what it felt like to work with you and then just using their words. Yeah. And then with quotes too, Mm -hmm. you know, if you do use an actual quote, you know, use like one line in it verse, taking the whole paragraph. Yeah. Yeah. Take, like the best one sentence.
2: Yeah. That's great.
0: Yeah. So that's, you know, one of the best places to start for your messaging and then yeah, again, to always awesome. test always, always, always test, mm-hmm. never put out just one ad. If you're going to put out an ad, put out three ads, all the same, you know, same image, same headline, and then do three different messages. But if you just put out one, then that's where you don't know if it worked, you don't know if it didn't work because you have nothing to compare it to. And then you really just spent money and you don't know if you could have done better or maybe it was the best one. And now you can tweak it in other ways.
2: Okay. Yeah. So when, when running multiple ads, um, I know through the ad, uh, creator and everything, you have like the campaign and then the ad set and then your ads, would that be in the same ad set and you're just creating multiple ads in there or these different campaigns?
0: No, always, if you can always keep it under the same ad set, because what happens is basically think of your, audience like a vein you know like a vein through your arm and it just keeps chugging through the vein and if you reset the campaign you start over and so the same people are gonna see it and maybe some different people but your results are never the same Than if you just keep going in that same audience and so you keep the same campaign the same audience and ad set and then just use duplicate Changing ads. the variables yeah exactly okay. within the ad level <clears throat> okay yeah, yeah. Cool.
2: I think that's where I have failed in the past where I've created multiple campaigns and then if I'm going to edit anything or run AB tests or anything, it's through different campaigns. And then I'm like editing those and restarting them and pausing them and doing all the things that I know I should not do. (laughs) But yeah,
0: yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's easier to keep an eye on too when they're all in the same ad set, but then that way, when all three ads, they're all going to the same audience that you've already been going through versus potentially the same people seeing the same ads and it just kind of skews everything anyways. Gotcha. Um, And then when it comes to the ads and when to pause them too, you know, let them run a little bit, let them run at least three days if you can, and then a thousand impressions if you can. And then if you know, sometimes you only spend like $3 for a thousand impressions, but you want to be able to, if you can spend more than, you know, 10 to $20, that will be the best because you're looking to spend, you know, between 5 to $15 a lead. Of course, give or take, sometimes it's a little bit more, um, but you want to at least give it enough to where you could get a lead in. If not, you know, spend two to three times. So if you know your leads are coming in at, you know, ten dollars a lead, spend thirty dollars. So that way you gave it enough, but don't spend more than thirty dollars. Don't just give it a hundred dollars and then let it be, because mm-hmm. if something's not working, you want to turn it off. You don't okay. want it to keep running and keep using your money either.
2: Okay, cool. That was another question that I was thinking was, like, what are some good guidelines if you're wanting to. Like if this this is your first time, we had a couple comments in here uh, about uh, that. Jessica said she's never even uh, done any Facebook ads, Um, and um, and Bryn said that she's uh, she loves Facebook ads and has reached so many people using them, which is awesome. uh, Which is what we're wanting to do um, and wanting to kind of help you guys uh, and and us uh, be able to reach more people um so what would be some like guidelines i mean you mentioned uh kind of starting off with a low price point um i know for myself if i'm looking at an ad and it's not performing um in like the first day or two i'm like oh no i gotta pull this ad i'm just gonna be wasting money how long i mean you mentioned like run it for like three days or so before Changing anything, but what is a good length for? Like, if you're going to do this for the first time, you've never run ads before, how, what, what length should it be a week? Should it be a month or I, uh,
0: yeah, so. One is, you know, you have, you're running three ads. And so you want to make sure that all three ads have at least a thousand impressions. So that way each ad saw enough people to really say, hey, ad B was clearly the winner. And one thing to keep in mind, like especially when it's your first round of ads, a lot of the time you're not going to get a lead in just because it's your first round. So know that a little bit of money is going to go towards the testing, but it's going to have such a high ROI. Um, You know, I have one client who ran her ads February, March, April, May, she spent like 300 a month. And so she spent 900 for three months and made $10,000. So you're going to get a 10 X ROI, Yeah. but you need to test a little bit to get there. Mm -hmm. And so when you're starting out, be prepared, you know, you're probably not going to get a lead the first time, but what you want to look at are the things like clicks. How many clicks were they getting? Even if you didn't get Mm -hmm. that lead, which ad got the most clicks, which messaging, got people to really respond the most. Okay. It's not about likes and it's not about comments cuz you're going for leads eventually. And so clicks right. lead to that next page which is where they're going to be giving you that information. And so even though likes and comments look good, they don't they're not leads. And so we're caring right. about actually the clicks.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah. That makes sense.
2: So I know that there's like a different um, a lot of different uh, versions of Facebook ads you can run like reach and traffic and conversions and uh, yeah. brand awareness all that kind of stuff if you are looking for leads and you're wanting people to click through to your website uh, or landing page or whatever your Facebook uh, page that you've set up uh, what would you recommend for running or even just uh, as as the first time uh, running ads what would you recommend setting those settings for
0: yeah so my first question would be how does your website perform is it a brand new website is it a website that you know works really well for all of your seo traffic it works really well for anyone who goes to it um, that's cold because it's not just about referrals or warm people people who are you know aren't familiar with who you are but it's how does your website handle cold traffic. So people who have never really heard of you, um, because that would then decide, should you run, you know, start with a traffic campaign, which is easier conversions. Great. But traffic, if it's your first ad, you know, go with the traffic, it's a lot easier to set up and it's great to get people to your website and to really see how your website does. But if you're like, I'm not sure my website's brand new, or you just don't think that it converts as well as it should, you can keep people in Facebook. So use the actual lead generation objective, and then that creates a form. And then you can also, under the lead generation objective now, you could do it set for um, messenger. And so you could create just like a little messenger conversation with people. You know, when's your wedding day, what's your venue, um, anything else that you'd want to. And so that's a great way of just keeping people in Facebook. You don't have to worry about a landing page or your website or anything like that. And it brings in leads too. And it's a little bit easier, especially when you're starting out, just because you don't have to worry about, is my website converting? Do people like my website? And you Mm. just, you know, the form is auto-populated a lot of the time. In that, okay. you know, you're asking for name, email, phone number, and it's the information that comes through their profile. And so it's less work on them. So you tend to get more leads that way, but they're not always the best versus someone who goes to your website. If, if you know that your website works, then that's the best way of going about it because, um, you know, they looked around your website. They know a little bit more about your albums and your style.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it's a little bit of a better lead but there's still really good leads that come in the other way. You just get a little bit more. So quantity and then your website, like I have a wedding venue. So she Mm -hmm. was getting, you know, 20 leads a week through the form and then we moved her to the website and it went down to three. But those three, you know, two out of three booked with her. And so, um, and then the forms, I don't remember how many ended up converting, but you see how it's like more. But um, if your website works, then go that way. That was okay. kind of a long answer. Hopefully that okay. was
2: clear. No, yeah, that was that's great. Cause uh, so so basically, like if you, uh, it's it's a little bit easier to do. Keep it on Facebook. Do the yes. form in there, um, yeah. and you may get more like a higher quantity of leads, but they may not exactly be um, not necessarily like not the quality that you want, but maybe not ideal clients, or you may not be the ideal vendor for them. Um,
0: so there or- are there are the quality. People in there. It's just you get more. You get more. And okay. so, um, so yeah, so you still book. You still, like, I have a wedding planner who never switched mm-hmm. to her website. And okay. she was one of the ones who booked, I think she booked 7,000 while she was quarantined March through March, April, May. And so, My gosh. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. and that was all through the form. But she was getting, okay a lot of leads mm-hmm. and so you still book it's just more leads but you kind of have to sort through them a little bit more gotcha. versus the website gotcha. okay yeah it's
2: kind of like having a contact form on your website that's just like name email address and wedding date versus because you're going to get a ton of people that are just like these are the only things that i have to tell you okay cool and you'll get a bunch of people coming in um but they may not fit for price or for style or whatever, versus having a longer contact form with, uh, you know, what do y'all love doing? Who referred you? Uh, you know, different, like a bunch of different qualifying questions where you may only get those three people that fill out the full thing versus like 20 people who would just be yes. like, yeah, name, email, address, that's cool. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, Sweet. exactly. Okay. So, um, awesome. Yeah, that was, that was one of the things I wanted to ask was do you need a landing page? Um, cause, cause that had stopped me before where I was like, I don't really know what to do with a landing page. Um, but I, I don't know. I feel like that's nice that Facebook has that in the app now. Um, cause as, As a business owner, I would assume that Facebook would rather people stay on the platform um, because then they're there, they're able to see other ads or whatever. They're making more money whenever they're on their platform longer um, versus sending people away where they may not come back right away.
0: Exactly. Uh, Exactly. And one thing, just to clarify, so you said using the app. Don't use the app. The app is terrible it sucks like the functionality of it is so limited always build your ads out on the desktop um, and set up a business.facebook.com account and just go about that way and even when you're looking at your results you can look through the app but it's so limited on what it actually tells you versus Mm -hmm. looking at the desktop version that you want to get the whole picture before you decide to turn something off or what's winning because you can't even customize it
2: oh wow okay
0: yeah which okay, you'd think that they'd be man. better at at this point, right? This yeah, since,
2: since yeah, and and because most people are on their mobile devices. Yeah. Uh, but I guess if, if they're thinking, you know, business owners, they're they're probably have a desktop or a laptop or something that they're doing all this from. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well that's good yeah. to know.
0: Yeah, so definitely test the landing page, but you don't need one to get started. You know, just hmm. because you have to have ads that work anyways that drive people to a landing page. So get your ad really dialed in, get some of those leads in through the form, and then you can always go to your website or landing page after. And that's why that's what happens with my clients is we always start with the form, really dial in their, you know, image and their messaging. And then once we know that sending, you know, a bunch of traffic and a bunch of clicks, then you can start with the landing page if you want to, but also just take it to your website and just try that. Um, but not your homepage, try, you know, your wedding page or something like that.
2: Something that's more focused on what the ad is, about yes. yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Yeah. so
2: um, Through Facebook. I mean, Facebook owns Instagram now. Um, would you recommend running ads on Instagram as well? Like through the same thing or would those be better to do a completely different ad set and everything that's just targeted for Instagram?
0: No, do not separate it. Okay. Um, and anything that we've said, before this, it's always Facebook and Instagram. Like you're saying that they own, or Facebook owns Instagram. And so Mm -hmm. when you run an ad without changing the settings, it automatically goes to Instagram and keep it that way. Unless you know, like I had one wedding harpist who we just, there's no reason sending people a Facebook She wasn't getting clicks compared to Instagram. But Mm -hmm. otherwise, Facebook is really smart and the algorithm is really smart too. And so you wanna work with it by saying, hey, Facebook, I want you to show this ad to these people at the best place. And so when you leave it open, it's like, okay, are they going to be on Instagram? Are they going to be on Facebook? And what time do they tend to click on it more? And it gives Facebook the freedom, Facebook and Instagram, the freedom to choose when and where is going to get you the best conversions. And so if you restrict it too much or separate it, you lose a lot of that. Gotcha. And so unless you know for whatever reason that you only need Instagram, but that has been one client in the past, you know, two, three years. And so okay. it's very cool. unlikely. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. That makes it, that makes it a little bit more simple than like, okay, I've got to figure out all this for Instagram as well as Facebook, but having it all together, it's just like, they know what they're doing. They've got the whole algorithm between the two sites and all that kind of stuff now. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, sweet. This I feel like that's like a ton of info. Um, yeah, to get people started. Um, I I'm excited to uh, to start breaking into some Facebook ads too. Um, what are what if if you could like tell the listeners today like what are a couple of ways or a couple of things like a couple uh, uh baby steps or whatever like the first things that they should be doing to start uh, being successful with their ads?
0: Yeah. So number one, definitely getting that pixel on your website. Don't start anything or dig into anything, put the pixel on, you know, John and Rachel are going to have it in the show notes. And so make sure just get the pixel on. And then that's the best place to start. And then after that, before you even get started, I would say go check out some of your competition and even people in other states because you can see what ads people are running and so it can give you some ideas too. Um, Know that you don't know how well their ad is running and and so keep that in mind. But when it says like now booking 2021, 2022, like that person doesn't know what they're doing. But if it's someone who's really going after like feeling awkward or having someone who feels like a friend at their wedding, You know, those are the sort of ads that you want to be paying attention to. So kind of look around. See if you can find anyone who's running ads because I'll give you kind of like some ideas too. And then one of the other things too, um, truly, I would say, see if you can find just some trainings on it. And just, just because... Especially when it comes to just like setting up the ad. Which settings are important? What do you want to change? So that you're setting it up in the actual ads manager versus boosting a post, which a lot mm. of people think boosting a post is an ad. And that actually um that's where you lose a lot of money is mm. by boosting a post versus actually creating that ad. And yeah. so um, you know, I would just see if you can have some find some training, whatever the best resources that you have are, just so that you have a little bit of a leg up in cool. setting it up correctly. Because after that, it's really just you know testing what messaging works the best, what image works the best. And so hopefully those are a couple good yeah. starting places.
2: Yeah, that sounds great, yeah.
0: Real so- quick question, just going back to boosting posts real
1: quick, is there yeah. ever a time where you would recommend using the boosting a post option?
0: So boosting a post, (laughs) the only time I have ever used it is because of my Facebook group, which you share, you can share to your business page as a post and then boost that, which has the button join now. But other than that, the problem with boosting a post is you don't get any control over it. You don't get to customize your image. You don't get to customize your headline. You don't get to customize the information. And I'll see that come across in ads here, Colorado, because I'm engaged myself. And so I see the ads and I saw one, it was a photographer and the image that was on there had a bunch of watermarks on it. And then in the description, it had her address in it. And then in the headline, it had um, just her business's name. And it's like things like that, you want to be able to customize so that if you're going to be putting money towards it, you want to know that you're putting your best foot forward. And so I really, there's not really ever a good time when you can't just use it in an ad that would have okay. better audiences, more customization, and a little bit more control too. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: That, that makes a lot of sense. Cause yeah, yeah. I have, I've definitely boosted ads before and uh, got nothing. I got a few, yeah. a few more likes. But- yeah,
1: it, that's exactly. <laughs> I'll get like a few more followers, but that's about it. So if you're looking to like up your followers, I guess maybe yeah. you can boost posts here and there, but you know, if you're actually looking for leads,
0: yeah, it's probably yeah. not worth it. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Yeah. Keeping that in mind, what is your end goal? Do you want yeah. likes? Cause that's, that might be one of the reasons to boost a post if you just want likes on your post. Cause that seems to work great where you just get a bunch of likes a bunch of comments but if that's your end goal then that could work for that but otherwise you know for leads specifically there's just not really a good time to boost a post where it's actually going to drive those results you want
2: okay okay that's good to know Uh, because I've I've heard people say oh yeah just boost a post it's really easy to to gain uh, gain some leads and add or uh, followers and likes and like but I don't don't i've never received anything from it Mm -hmm. i've just you know wasted 20 bucks and like i have like four new followers but i'm I'm not gonna go out and spend five dollars a follower that's ridiculous Um,
1: yeah Yeah, exactly
2: Cool. Well, you mentioned, um, finding courses and finding, um, like educational videos and things on ads. I know that you have a workshop coming up, um, I do. very soon, right next week.
0: Yeah. Right? It's a okay. three day workshop. It's Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Yeah. And I'm going to be going over really, it is for people who are just kind of getting started, but also some who know that their ads could be performing better, but I'm really going to be going over like some of the biggest mistakes so that you can avoid those, especially when it comes to targeting and why people are getting ghosted and get dud leads with their ads, why they're not getting any leads and just kind of talking about those biggest mistakes so that you can avoid them and really actually get results quicker. And so it's gonna be three days and it'll be, yeah. So if anyone's interested too, I also yeah. do a lot of weekly free content, and so that's another great way. to Talk about what type of images you need, and audiences, and things like that. And so, um, those are some great places. I'd love to have anyone yeah. join the challenge, though. It's totally free. It's next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and I can send you a link, John. Too.
2: Cool. Yeah, and- yeah. We'll post it in the in the in our Facebook group. Um, we'll also share uh, your Facebook group because you have uh, you have your um, what's yeah. it? It's Booking Weddings Now. Is that the name Book- of your?
0: Book weddings
2: now. Okay. Book weddings. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll post that. We'll share that in our Facebook, um, our Facebook group as well. Uh, and we'll have that in the show notes. Um, I've, I don't know how long I've been in, uh, in your group. Um, for sure. Since before all of this COVID stuff. Um, and yeah, I don't I've, know how
1: long I've been in either.
2: <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been, uh, enjoying all the all the free content that you've been, you've been sharing. I mean, that's how I found out about you. I was like, Oh yeah, we got to have her on the podcast. This is great. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll be sharing that in this. So, um, anyone who's listening to this on the podcast, uh, this, uh, this podcast is going live the day that this workshop is starting. Um, so would they be able to jump in like maybe for the Tuesday, Wednesday or, okay. Okay.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And there'll be a replay. I'll keep the replay up all next week. Okay. And so that way they can rewatch them too. Oh, cool. Perfect. Yeah.
2: Cool. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, then you can go to the show notes, you can go to our Facebook page um, and you can find that link to join uh, the next couple of days for the workshop. And everyone who's watching live right now uh, we will be posting it right after we finish this. Uh, so you can go sign up. I'm signed up. I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, I think it'll be great. So
0: Awesome. Cool. cool. I'm excited to have you guys. Were yeah. there any other questions that had come in For the group or anything.
2: I, I don't see any new questions over here. I'm gonna refresh just to see. Um, I'm
0: gonna pull that link. No, yeah.
2: Yeah, just a lot of people saying like, uh, you know, I have have no idea what I'm doing on Facebook or I haven't done it before or I'm really excited to to learn about this. Uh so nothing specifically like uh questions. Um but yeah, no, everyone's super excited. And I I, I feel like we've we uh, you shared so much good info. Um
0: Yeah, for sure. So, uh, Good. And as anyone has questions too, you know, definitely, you know, my Facebook group is an open book too. And so if you have questions, mm-hmm. post, comment, and I'm definitely there to help. And, you know, if you need help with images or just reading your ads, knowing which one, one, things like that, you know, definitely post in my group and I'm here to help just give everyone a little boost and make sure that they're successful with the ads.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. Awesome. Well, before we wrap things up, um, we do have a little part of the show where we talk about what we're loving this week. Um, and it can be, you know, movies, podcasts, TV shows could be books or, you know, a new, uh, drink flavor at Starbucks or whatever. I know the pumpkin spice latte came out this week. I don't Mm. know if you like those (laughs) or not, but, uh, it was all over my Instagram feed. (laughs) 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 Um, so Rachel, would you like to go first, uh, with what you're loving
1: Sure. Sure. I, um, it's an oldie, but a goodie. Um, you know, we, we bought a house, we moved in, you know, the last couple weeks we've been moving in really. Chris is a saint. He's been doing it all himself because I've been so incredibly busy. Just, yeah. And so, um, but with that, we didn't have our Rokus hooked up for a while and I started watching live TV. Um, which I—that's a thing. I haven't. I know, right? Like I haven't done that. I'm like commercials. What is happening? <laughs> well, what are those?
0: <laughs>
1: but there's two things. So we've been watching King of Queens every night, oh. like when we go to bed. I love nice. that show that um, when work. it was on originally, and so it's been kind of like nostalgic for us. And. Um, so we've been watching that. And then um, and then we got the Roku going in the living room. And I have been sitting on our couch editing. Because it's been like, it's all I've been doing lately, I feel like. Um, <laughs> and uh, started Gilmore Girls again. And, you know, I'm a gilly. I love Gilmore Girls. I've watched the whole series over probably like 10 times. And so it's always just, you know, you forget how much you love it. And then you start watching right. And you're like, oh, I love it so much. hmm <laughs> did so, you
2: hear that yeah. they're they're coming out with a season two of the year I in the did. life i
1: did i don't know, I don't the know when they're gonna do that but yeah I, apparently it's supposed to happen in november but we we will see we'll see okay, okay. we'll see I'm not i'm interested yeah i'm interested to see um, where it goes yeah where it goes yeah
2: okay <laughs> so oh cool anyway, well anyways, uh, that's my thing sweet sweet so caitlin what are you loving this week
0: I am, I actually started a new book that I've been loving. Sorry, my dog thinks that there's someone at the door, but there's no one there. <laughs> so he's just barking.
2: That's yeah. That's uh. That's pretty much every dog. That was ours for sure.
0: He's just such a little guard dog, but like the biggest snuggler ever. It is yep. really it's cute. cute.
2: It's like the best of of both sides.
0: Right. <laughs> it's um. So I have been loving this new. Okay. So I've got actually two books. And it's funny, I've never really been a reader until COVID. And then now that I mm-hmm. had all that extra time, I've been reading like crazy. And so I have picked up fiction books and started yeah. Harry Potter. And I'm on- You the hadn't read Harry, Harry Potter, Potter before? No. <sighs> No. And I am like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Like every night I cannot, I can't wait to go and read my Harry Potter now. It's mm-hmm. So good. So excited. So good. Oh my gosh. And, okay. So, but had you watched the movies before? No, I've seen a couple of them. It's weird. Okay. I, I know some bits and pieces of the books I realized, but it was so long ago that I definitely don't know most of what's going on. Well, I would suggest
1: uh, waiting like a couple of months after you've read all of the books to even watch the movies, because if you watch them right away, they're just going to make you mad. (laughs) That's what I heard. (laughs) I, when I yeah. read when I read them, I would watch the movie right after I read it, and I was like, "This is trash." That's <laughs> not how that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now I like you know they're running them on on live TV now, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, I watched one the other day, and I was like, "Okay, it's not that bad." If you're not like coming straight off the book where you're remembering remembering all of the little details, mm-hmm. they're not as bad. But if you watch them straight after the book, you're you, it'll just make you <gasps> mad. So <laughs> so wait a little I, bit.
0: <laughs> I know. I was so excited. I'm like, well, now I'll have to do like a Harry Potter-a-thon, but then I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to hold off because I have done that with like Twilight I was so mad about and a couple of oh, other times. Yeah. I was like, yes. oh, they messed the whole story up. That wasn't even it. <laughs>
1: yeah Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's really hard
2: to do a good movie off of a book because there's there's so much detail
1: and like especially
2: like narration and things (laughs) like I know that was like with the Hunger Games uh we were really into the Hunger Games books and there's so much narration of like Katniss's mind and then in the movie it's like oh but we don't see what she was thinking whenever she did this but in the book we knew what she was thinking and why she did things and i feel like like movies would have to be like four or five hours long uh like the lord of the rings movies they would have to all be just like super long in order to be close to how good the books are
0: yeah Yeah, totally this has definitely made me think about i want to watch star wars i've never seen all the star wars and i'm like I can't believe what I've missed out with Harry Potter. Now I'm like, I need to see the Star Wars. That's like my 100% next hundred percent, you do. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: So, so my wife was in the same boat. She, uh, she never read any of the the Harry Potter. Um. And then, um, when <laughs> now our she's our a son, Potterhead. yes, she is <laughs> for sure a Potterhead. Uh, but yeah, so whenever whenever our son was born, like five and a half years ago, um. Uh, he like she had a ton of time just you know sitting there, feeding him, doing nothing, uh, so she started <laughs> reading the Harry Potter books. Just got obsessed, went through all of them, uh, and now super, super Potterhead. And then through COVID, uh, started watching Star Wars, because she had never seen any of them. And I was like, you would love Star Wars. It's great. Um, So we started (laughs) watching, like from the beginning, we started with the 70s, uh, episode four. You
1: have to watch them that way. Yeah. Okay.
2: In, in the not order in, yeah in the order that they they were released not in chronological yes. order
1: and then you can go back and watch them in chronological order later but mm. it's just better if you watch them when they're released it is
2: so we <laughs> I, we started and we watched episode w- or episode four the first one and then we started on the second one and then life happened and stuff and then um i was like oh we should probably finished up episode two she was like oh I am already on the fourth movie
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you've already seen these right (laughs) so
2: like she went through and watched all of them and I hadn't seen the most recent one uh, that came out last year so then we went up to that and then went to go see or didn't go to it.
1: and the great part is that Disney Plus has them all so easily accessible Uh, Yeah. yeah We love them in our house.
2: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think you would yeah. definitely love Star Wars. I still need to watch The Mandalorian. I have not
1: Oh that's that so good. Yeah. Harrison asks about is. it all the time because he likes to watch Baby Yoda.
0: Oh. <laughs> <So>. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Can we watch Baby Yoda? I'm like, Yes we can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Sweet.
2: Yeah. Okay. Also so awesome. in- Anything else you love, in Caitlin? The-
0: um, yeah. Okay, so one other book that I've been reading. Yeah. I've been reading a just like motivational book. It's called the Lost Last Law of Attraction book that you'll ever need, and it's actually been okay. so good, like surprisingly good. If you're into just kind of mm-hmm. like you know the universe and your flow and like things kind of coming easy. It is like explaining blow by blow how to actually do it. Like, what do you need to do? How to sit there? What to journal? Things like that. Versus kind of like, you know, I've read the secret and like think and grow rich. Yeah. But this is like the actual, like, how do you do it? And so I've been like reading that every day too. I'm like, okay, at least 10 pages every day.
2: Okay. (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. That's a great goal. Yeah. That is good. That's like, it's a bite-sized goal. Yeah. (laughs) because yeah. sometimes I'm like, I want to get yeah. through a chapter, and then some of the chapters are like 40 pages. I'm like, I read so slowly. This is difficult.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: so, it again. actually
0: started, have you ever heard of Andy Frazello and the 75 hard? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I just completed 75 hard yesterday, and that was part of it. So, 10 pages every day, nice. and then all the other things, but um, I'm definitely going to continue it I finished like two books that were half read and then I got through another two books Nice. and it's just been that's awesome easy 10 pages you know you sit down it's like half an hour and it's just like it's done yeah 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 that's
2: awesome nice I'm gonna have to look into that book because uh I've been wanting a like kind of a motivational type uh book to read because I I I can easily read uh like science fiction uh, all the time um and that's what most of my most of my reading consists of or business type books um but i've been wanting something kind of motivational like that yeah. so i'm going check that, that one my, out I, i've got yeah, like three to audible, audible yeah yes i have, I have you guys three have to free audibles me, right now you so yeah yeah there you go. Go. okay um okay so what i am loving this week um yeah. one is a podcast um, mm. my wife and i have uh gotten into uh politics uh quite a bit half of our conversations now are about uh, political things <laughs> um <laughs> which is very interesting because neither like uh, i don't know like whenever we first met like, i don't know almost a decade ago we were just like i don't want anything to do i don't know i'll just go vote on the day like the, i don't i don't care but now we're just like did you hear about this and this and like mm-hmm. you know we need to know about these laws and things and uh there's a podcast called pantsuit politics and- yes
1: hmm. are you on yeah. the facebook group
2: no didn't know there was there's a, a
1: facebook, facebook group, group. Okay. it's really good
2: Yes. Well, I'll, I'll join the Facebook group too, I but it's, that went down. it's really great. Um, it's, it's two, uh, two women who are, um, who are attorneys. Uh, so they have mm-hmm. like a lot of, uh, legal kind of aspect of, uh, different policies and things. Um, and one, uh, leans more conservative. One leans more, uh, kind of progressive liberal. Uh, so they kind of hit both sides, on uh on issues and it's not just like you know this is some you know liberal whatever podcast but like they're they're balancing off uh off each other and uh it's very interesting mm-hmm. finding like listening to them talk because i'm like oh so many issues like both sides are pretty close to the same thing it's just they're saying it in different ways uh, yeah so we've been loving it's that true. and they've been going like they recently did the whole uh like dnc and rnc um uh, uh conferences or conferences yeah um yeah and yeah it was it was really good so we're we're liking them um and you can find them pretty much anywhere and you can join their facebook group apparently uh i'll be in there (laughs) by the time you're listening to this yeah Um, my
1: sister-in-law is the one who showed it to me because my sister-in-law is very very versed in politics and reads a lot and all that and so she sent that over to me and so i've been following it and it's it's really it's a it's a it's a really good Facebook page where they keep it like they moderate it to where people don't go crazy Mm -hmm. yeah good
0: there's yes there's good conversations that happen so yeah good it's hard to find those right now and just like where can you get just some good in the middle news that's not too much either way Mm -hmm. but also you get the whole picture where you really get the whole picture of what's going on
2: yes for sure that's what we had been searching for uh for a long time and then my wife found this i think some uh she follows a few uh instagram influencers and one of them was like hey you should listen to this podcast and then we both started listening and we love it it's i don't know how often they do it i think it's like i don't know two or three times a week They just kind (laughs) of talk about things. Um, But that's one thing that I'm loving. Another thing is um, I I wouldn't call her an influencer. Um, She also doesn't call herself an influencer, but it's an Instagram account. And she is a... doctor scientist person i don't know exactly uh what her degrees are in but she uh works on covid research and oh. uh, so she's like on the front lines of all these things and she's mm. like super um she's very funny very relatable she just like tells you everything just straight and uh she looks like someone that I probably lived next to in Austin. Um, Just like very. uh, Like
1: a regular person. What's her name?
2: uh, Her, her Instagram is (laughs) King. It's King gutter baby. Um, Okay.
0: Okay. Because (laughs) before.
2: Yes, it is. Uh, It's, (laughs) it's named after her, uh, her pet that she named uh, gutter baby. And she, I mean, Mm. she had like, I don't know, like 300 followers before. COVID started. Um, yeah,
1: now she, she has 159000
2: <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So I, I would
1: say that she's an influencer, whether she wants to be or not. <laughs> yes,
2: yeah. She was like, I'm, I'm not like By a default. celebrity. Uh, I don't feel like one. Um, but yeah, she does these um, like pretty much daily things where she goes through and just talks about all the things that they're learning about COVID and different places and, you know, how to stay safe and, and all that. But it's not a like a boring lecture type like, okay, this is you know, but she's I don't know. She's she's very fun. And then she does these things on the weekends mm-hmm. called COVID Come Down where you it's pretty much like a Q and A of anything not COVID related. And uh and that's how uh we found out why her name is king gutter baby um she was like oh yeah that was my pet salamander or something i don't remember what it was now um but yeah she's uh she's super cool um i like uh my wife and i feel like we're friends with her whenever we watch to. like i just want to like hang out i know that we're not allowed to but we, we really just want to hang out with her because she's super fun um but yeah those are those are the things i'm loving this week
0: Awesome. those are good ones i wrote both yeah. of those down oh cool those are so good
2: <laughs> yeah. and yeah and we will have all the things that we're loving um on the show notes and um pretty soon hopefully by monday but i'm wanting uh, i'm working on a, a web page on our site that has all all of our favorite things, uh, from all the different episodes that we've done. And we'll just keep adding on there. So you can see all the books that, uh, that we and our guests have recommended and all the podcasts and all the things in one spot. Uh, so if that's not up by Monday, definitely go to the show notes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll have it up there soon um, but caitlin thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about facebook ads and uh giving us all the details on how to get started with that uh i i am going to be taking a ton of notes whenever i go through and edit this later um and i'm sure that our listeners took a ton of notes as well uh, as they're listening so thank you so much
0: yeah, yeah thank you Thank great. you guys so much for having me. It was awesome getting to just connect with you guys and Rachel to meet you face to face and for the first yeah. time and yeah. John, yeah, great connecting again. So thank you yeah. guys for having me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So
2: before, before we tell everyone bye, um, where can people find you? Where can they follow you? Um, you know, we kind of talked about your Facebook group, but you know, tell them that again. Um, where, where can they find all things, Caitlin?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the Facebook group is kind of like the best resource where everything is. It's called Book Weddings Now. And then you can also follow me on Instagram at the Caitlin Marie. And I also, you know, friend request me on Facebook. Let's be friends on Facebook too under Caitlin Brogan. I think you tagged me in a post. So um, yeah. I'm in your group though and I love your post I've been watching yours too and so um, those are the best places to really connect with me Facebook group this challenge that's coming up too if you just want a little bit more of you know how to get going with Facebook ads how to get started and really how to avoid some of those biggest things or biggest mistakes and then Instagram because I actually started another thing with Instagram stories I just kind of started Instagram stories and getting into them so that's been really fun and cool to like watch everyone else's too
1: Cool. yes
0: we love stories around here yes
2: yes, yes. <laughs> well sweet well um again thank you uh this was great and um all right guys we will uh we'll see you next
0: week bye all right take care Bye. bye. bye.
1: Thank you for listening to the light and dark podcast. You can join us next week live on Facebook in our light and dark photography podcast group by heading to lightdarkco.com slash join FB or by searching Facebook for light and dark photography podcast. I'm Rachel Driscoll, and you can find me on Instagram at Rachel Driscoll.
2: And I am John Mansfield, and you can find me on Instagram at allheartphoto. The Light and Dark podcast is recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. You can find the show notes with all the things at lightdarkco.com slash podcast. This podcast was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme is by the talented John Isaac. Thanks for listening.
1: Bye. Bye.